Well, what do we have here? What is going on, y'all? It is your man, Hendo, and welcome back to The Road Pod. This is Intentional Grounding, and I know that we are a little late. There have been some technical difficulties, some storms, a bunch of things going on, but have no fear. We are here. Now, normally, I'm not alone. Most of the time, I'm not alone. Um, I have a special guest, being that this was kind of sort of a patron-requested stream. Then what better thing than not to have a patron come on for you people to enjoy? So let me bring up our special guest. Listen, for some of you, you can put away the milk cartons, put away the search parties. This person has been found. They are no longer missing. They are no longer in witness protection. They are no longer in hiding. So welcome back to the show. <laughs> you love to be. Hey, what's going on? How are you doing, Mr. I'm, Pod? I'm well in yourself. I'm how have well. you how have you been? I've been great. I didn't know that they were, you know, searching for me, looking high and low. I didn't know that. Hey everyone in the chat, how's it going? Happy Friday. Yes, they have been they have been uh looking for you. You haven't been on stream in months. Really? Months. Has, it, has it been that long? It's been it's been it's been a, it's been a couple months, but you know people are busy. People have things to do. Not everybody has an opportunity to stream, and not everybody gets a link either. I don't know if that shot's fired. Wow. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, listen. So this is absolutely one of the slow periods during, especially the NFL season. Right after the NBA Finals the draft has just concluded last night, there's not much to talk about. But listen, just for you guys, we have dug deep. We've dug deep into the into the bins, into those five dollar bins in Walmart. We're at the bottom, scraping, trying to trying to get some content for you. So what we've come up with today is a bunch of lists, and these are not lists that we made ourselves. These are lists from various other publications where they've come together and, and kind of created some things. And we're just going to talk about them, uh, put in a bunch of other things and get on out of here. It's Friday night. Some of you, I know, want to go out and have some fun. Others have TV programs that they want to binge on. But as one of our obligations, you know, we're here tonight giving you that good content. So hopefully you enjoy. Stick around to the end. We have some wonderful things to talk about. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. We're so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for stopping by and spending some time with us on a Friday night. Please sit down, grab a beverage of choice. Anytime you see me, I'm drinking water, but grab a beverage of choice, snack of choice, and just get ready to hang out and have a good time. Mm, yum, water. So delicious. Oh, that's right. I forgot you don't do the water thing. I've, I've been doing it recently. Mm -hmm. I've done a lot better. Wow. Meet, meet and greets coming up. You know, got to look, got to look my best, but we'll talk about that later. So let's see who we got up in here in the chat. Team Ramey, what's going on? Thank you for dropping by. I said, what's good, everyone? Team Ramey was in here mighty, mighty early. And I think for a second there, it kind of ticked off uh, Brandon Bazell. Because I don't know how we're trying to start without you. And the stream started at 710-ish. And you got here at 650-ish. You know what I'm saying? But I know you like being first. It's, it's, it, it's, it's okay, brother. Davon, what's going on? Appreciate you dropping by. Yeah. I know I know you on that replay, on that replay gang, but I appreciate you anyway, brother, just for being up in here. We got the Chef 87. Appreciate you for dropping by. Mr. Galloway, what's up, my brother? Listen, if you have not, 
just dropped it a little over an hour ago. We just did a top 10 KRS1 video countdown. Just dropped at 6 p.m. So make sure you head over there to Mr. Galloway. Check out what we have going on. See how you like the list a little bit. You know, there's a couple of things that I disagree with, but essentially it's a great list. It's a great channel. You know, we talk about all things hip hop, especially the old school. We're trying to kind of delve into some other things, but we'll see. We'll see. I learned so much just by watching Mr. Um, Galloway's channel. So it's always informative and the gentleman put together a fantastic show every every time. So please make sure you go over there, hit the like button, hit the notification bell so that you're notified. Produced on Mr. Galloway's channel. All right, all right, all right. How you doing, Tracy? Appreciate you for dropping by. She says Yolanda, good to see you. Yes, missing in actions. Hi, Tracy. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Let me know when so we can add those points. I've been around. I've been. Yeah, so we can add those loyalty points to you because, you know, right now we have uh, uh, neck and neck for first place. Not going to say the two individuals that are up there, but yes. So listen, if you want to get your loyalty points, because at the end of every month, we're going to give away a prize. The way that you get your loyalty points, you just come and hang out with us for a while. You comment. You share the video. You sign up, subscribe, you become a patron, you buy tickets to the meet and greet. These are always uh, <laughs> these are always that you can get your loyalty points. Like I said, every month we're going to give away a prize. Twice a year we're going to give away a grand prize. I'm just not for certain which months they will be. There will be a surprise just so that people won't just come in, get the prize, and roll out. Because I've had it happen before. So we're going to try to mitigate those things. But trust me, it's going to be a wonderful time. Wonderful prizes. Get to know a bunch of great people. And I appreciate you for stopping by. Oh, what's going on, Mike? I'm <laughs> That's Here's my guy. Here's another one. This one right here. Make sure you go over to Open Mic with OTR Mike if you want to see a different spin, the other side, if you please, of these gentlemen outside of just the sports. They give you life and real talk and just everything. And I don't want to mess up his saying, but it's so cool and so catchy where the mic is open. Or no, it doesn't matter who it is, where it is, or when it is. I probably botched it, but just do cool. yourselves a favor. That's another one. Go over to Open Mic with OTR Mike. Go to his channel and make sure you subscribe and turn on the notification bell. You'll be glad mm -hmm. you did. You'll thank me later. Yes, yes. Very engaging topics. Just a lot more than sports. It touches on everything. Black fatherhood. Listen, if there's a topic that you can think of, OTR Mike does it. And if there's a topic that he has not covered yet, just let us know and we will cover it. Because like we're here for the people. So appreciate you once again. Also, <clears throat> my baby girl, my oldest, Jasmine, how you feeling? Hi, Glad Jasmine. that you dropped by. Oh, man, listen, we got some topics to get through. So we might as well just go ahead and burn through them because we're kind of on a tight schedule. And, you know, this is supposed to be a 30-minute show. So burn into them. You ready? I'm ready. You ready? All right. First topic. First topic that we're going to talk about. Um, CBS, like I said, we're just doing we're just going through a bunch of the rankings. It's not a lot to talk about right now in the NFL, especially with the Baltimore Ravens. So we're going to go over and give our opinions on some of these ratings and articles. Um, CBS Sports they just recently released an article saying that Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen are rated the best linebacker duo in the NFL. Not only could they be the best linebacker duo, they could be the best duo at any position 
Hmm. What are your feelings on this? I certainly stand behind Roquan Smith. I just, I've just been so impressed with him, both on and off the field. He came in middle of the season last year, plugged in to the Ravens organization and just has just done, you know, like I have seen such an improvement in Patrick Queen since Roquan has been here. Um, I'm just really excited for him and Patrick Queen as they have now had more time to develop the chemistry and the bond. And as they work together more and they, you know, start to real, you know, understand each other better and they understand the, you know, the change in, um, you know, getting a new um, defensive coordinator from last year and just becoming more acclimated. I think that's the way to say it. So becoming more acclimated to the system and with each other. I just think that that level of familiarity, I would absolutely agree with that, with that, uh, with that ranking that they could very well be the best linebacker duo in the uh, NFL. I don't, I can't think of another duo and let us know in the chat. And if you happen to be watching this on the replay, we're glad you're here. Stop by, leave a comment, let us know. Who do you think? And in the chat too, who do you think if you don't agree that Smith and Patrick Queen could be the best linebacker duo in the NFL, let us know. Who do you think can top them? Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to say, you know, I'm a little, I'm a a little on both sides of the fence on this one. So when I first saw this article, when I first read it, I laughed really extremely hard. Like I couldn't stop laughing. Like why? it was uncontrollable. The best duo at any position. Okay. Well now that part, that might be a stretch, but I, again, I still stand behind Roquan. I happen to personally be um, endeared to him. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I really like Roquan. So, I mean, but yes, I agree. That could be a stretch to say the best duo in any position. Okay. Mm-hmm. That might be a bit. So, so even with linebackers, my first thought went to Fred mm-hmm. Warner and Dre, Ken, uh, Dre Greenlaw in San Francisco. Okay. I can see it, but I, so I'm, I'm going to take Roquan and Patrick Queen any day, right? For right now, we can. I tell you what, we might be able to revisit this maybe mid-season if you'll have me back on your show. Maybe mid-season we'll do like an update to this. Right. Did our predictions hold true? Right. Okay. I mean, listen, it's a, it's a tough call, but I will say this: in doing my research and going over this, I got to give credit to Patrick Queen. I got to not gonna say this too many times, but I give credit to Patrick Queen. He had a much better season than I gave him credit for, hands down. He's played a lot better. Do you attribute that to Roquan? The addition of Roquan coupled with Mike McDonald being the new coordinator? No, he he started playing a little bit better before Roquan got here because they only played nine games together. And I do think that that combination can get a lot better just with the continuity, learning each other's tendencies, strengths, weaknesses, you know. um, But Fred Warner and Drake Greenlaw. Mm, that's that's tough. That's that's a tough one. But I I'll, I'll put them up there. I'll say this: they're in the conversation. I don't know if I can give them best linebacker duo, but they're in the conversation. They're definitely in the top two or three, and maybe not three. What would it take? And this is for anyone else in the chat no who believes that. Hi, Rodney. And this is for anyone in the chat who believes that. Smith and Queen are not the best linebacker duo in the league. 
what would it take to change your mind? What do you want to see? What do you need to see out of them in order for you to say, okay, I'll put them ahead of the 49ers game. <sighs> Consistent tackling. Oh, well, now see, that's, that's, a, that's an issue. That's, but, that's, that's all, it's all a part of being a linebacker. <laughs> I know, but like, <clears throat> I will say that Roquan has not had as many tackle woes and struggles as Patrick Queen. He has not. That's not to say that he hits the mark every time. Sure, there are always going to be some missed opportunities left on the field at the end of the game. Sure. Right. Right. But to the degree that Patrick Queen struggled, and not just this past season, but even the season before, to the degree that there were missed tackles just about every time he was on the field, mm -hmm. that was noticeably reduced this past season. And so I know you said that Roquan only played nine games, but that's more than half of a season. And so if you think about it, <clears throat> excuse me, if you think about it, more than half of the season they played together. More than half of the season they were able to start to bond with one another, mm -hmm. learn each other, feed off of one another. And that is important in the game of the football. And I think any sport really, but certainly with the game of football, when you're talking about a duo, that team, that duo must really believe in each other they really need to know one another. Like, I need to know where you're going to be. I need to know that I can trust you to handle your assignment. And I need to believe that if, even if you don't handle your assignment, I have your back. And so that's what I'm looking for out of Roquan and, and Patrick this season. Okay. Okay. I mean, I can listen. You, you will get no arguments out of me. I get that. I'm not going to disparage it or say, say anything negative to that point. Because like I said, they could be. I just need to see it. I know that um, as long as Suge doesn't come in here and talk about certain uh, certain pass coverage, you know, just a little mishaps here. But you know what? Listen, they are one of the top three best linebacker duels in the league. All right, moving on to the next article that I read. Kyle Hamilton and Marcus Williams ranked the best safety tandem in the NFL. So, you know, we've, we've got a lot of best. We've got a lot of best by pro football focus. Mm. How do you feel about that one? That one I'm not as confident. And here's the reason why. Kyle Hamilton, to me, is developing. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I, I'm certainly going into this upcoming season with the expectation or with the hope that to see him take a substantial leap in the right direction. I certainly would love to see that consistently. Whereas last season, obviously, he was a rookie. And I know that sometimes you guys can be a little tough on the rookies or, or not just the rookies, but the players in general. I tend to be very um, generous, so to speak. I tend to be very generous in, in, my, um, <laughs> in my assessment. So, wait, it wasn't that funny now. I just, I just tend to be a little generous. Mm -hmm. So I think that I do believe that Kyle Hamilton will improve, will, and I think he's going to continue to get better. Better, But mm -hmm. is he at the place where he and Marcus are going to be that top one, two, even three maybe safeties in the league? I don't think so. I'd love to be wrong. Hey, Danity, always so good when you're here. I just want to take a moment. Okay. I want to tell Danity that, she just always has something positive and encouraging to say. And I just really appreciate her in the chats. Whenever she's there, I always look to her to, you know, to 
just encourage people. And even if it's just her wonderful use of kings and queens, which really edifies people. So thank you so much for it, Danity. It's, Thanks. It's, uh, very, very nice. Thanks. Appreciate but, you. Um, so I'm not ready to say that Kyle Hamilton and Marcus Williams are going to be that top one. Maybe top three to five. I'll give them that. Top three to five. What do you think? Let us know in the chat too. Where do you rank them? Hmm. I might. That's a tough one. Um, you, you can see that the talent is there. But now this year with Chuck Clark being gone, his role is going to be expanded. With his role being expanded, is he going to be able to help that? My issue was, and people love to tell me I don't like Kyle Hamilton. I do like Kyle Hamilton. I just don't like being drafted, him being drafted at 14 for box safety. I mean, I hate to say it. They found, listen, they found some people in the third round for, they found some people in the third round that can play box safety. We need to know, can he get back there and cover? Now, I know he's not Chuck Clark and he's more athletic. Uh, a lot more skill, but Chuck Clark actually had the mental game down pat. That's the difference, but I think that comes with experience. How many years has Chuck Clark been in the league? More than a handful. How many years has Kyle Hamilton been been in the league? Let me say that plural, uh, singular. How many year has he been in the league? Okay, mm -hmm. so that's the difference. There's no, you know, there's there's something to be said about experience. All right, and. We have to remember at the end of the day, although it is a great source of entertainment for us, it is a job for them. So the same mentality that you have, the same mentality that those in the chat or anyone else who has a, a job that you report to, your goal is to improve. Your goal is to get better. You don't take a job and day one or your first day or your first week, you, you, know, you, you are like excelling. It takes time. It, it takes time to learn your craft. It takes time to develop. And the same thing is it's transferable to the world of NFL. And I think sometimes as fans, we lose sight of that, that although it is a form of entertainment for us, for them, this is their livelihood. This is their job. So it's just like anything else. It's going to take some time. Right. Unfortunately, okay. we want the hurry up and win the Super Bowl right now kind of thing. And I can't mm -hmm. say that I don't have that same, uh, you know, I don't share that same sentiment. Sure. Wouldn't I love to have our team crown the uh, champions of the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Indeed. We need to get it done. Get her done. All right. Next topic. Uh, Mark Andrews. Marky, 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 Mark. So there was an article uh, with 33rd team and they said that Mark Andrews is not a top three tight end. Not top three. They had Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and Dallas Goddard of the Philadelphia Eagles third. They had Mark Andrews fourth. Do you honestly believe, or you in the chat, do you think that Mark Andrews is actually a top flight, top three tight end? Because for me personally, I don't know. Me, if they'd have taken out Dallas Goddard and put in um, the kid, that we, Darren Waller, they put Darren Waller at, four, at three. I wouldn't argue with that one. So yeah. I think I think he's up there. I just think for me personally, just as for me, not anybody else. I think for me personally, I need to see more consistency out of Mark Andrews in the playoffs. I think I need to see more consistency out of him catching the ball in big games. Now, he, he can get the yards and he can get the flashy catches. But when we need him the most, he drops a lot of open touchdowns. He does. A lot of them. So is he top five? Mm -hmm. Yes. Is he top three? Maybe. That could be an argument made there. So just you know, let me know how you feel about that. I would certainly classify him in the top five. I would. Top three, I don't 
know about stats. And that's a good point, Brandon. Lamar was amazing day one. True. There's always going to be an exception to a rule. There's always an anomaly. There's always, oh no, Rodney, no. There's always a, you know, there's always a caveat. So when I say that you go onto a job and you have to be, you know, you have to give it some time to learn, there's always someone who just innately is just amazing, awesome. And I, I agree with you. I think Lamar, but but you know what? Now that I think about it a little bit more, he was Lamar was amazing day one, but he still had a lot of room to grow. He still had a lot of room for improvement. If we look at where he was his first year as a starter to where he is now, he knows that he has work to do. Right. So even though in all of his amazingness and all of his glory, there were still areas that he that he can certainly stand to improve on. But going back to your question, Mark Andrews, again, I don't know stats like that. So mm -hmm. that's not something that I keep check out a record of, but I do know that you are right. There are a lot of games or there have been a lot of games where in crucial moments, Mark Andrews needs to be more consistent. I need to see that. Mm -hmm. What will it take to get Mark Andrews to the point where he is operating in that consistent level of when you need me, Lamar, I'm there. When you need me in those big moments, I've got you. So what is it going to take? I don't know. Does it mean that the two of them need more time together? Um, does it mean Mark needs to work a little bit dil more diligently on his craft? It could mm -hmm. be a combination of the both, you know, of the two. Um, does it mean that maybe and perhaps I just I, let me know what you think in the chat. And also, if you're watching it on replay, I'm very optimistic about this year's offense under Todd Munkin. I was skeptical at first. I really was. I watched Coach Evans stream mm -hmm. soon after um, Coach Munkin was hired. And I said, Somebody's going to have to convince me that this was a good, this was a smart idea, and so I watched just because I thought to myself, "Here's someone coming from college football." And I know he did have um, in a prior NFL history uh, experience before, mm -hmm. but I'm saying most recent, okay, most recently, here's someone coming off of a collegiate level, and I thought to myself, "Okay, somebody's going to need to sit me down and tell me why." <laughs> Let's go over the reasons why that this was the best hire. Because I really wanted the enemy, but I, I move on. So when Munkin got here, I started listening to him. I started paying attention. And I like what I hear. I like what I see. He's a no-nonsense. Tell you, you know, he's straight up, down. Tell you, you know, what he wants, how he wants it. And the fact that he's giving, like we have heard, he's given the keys to Lamar. And uh -huh. kind of allowing Lamar to, to take some leadership uh, over that offense, I'm right. very excited about it. So hopefully we'll see improvement in um, Mark Andrews, and not just Mark, but all the offensive players as well under Todd Munkin. Yeah, those tight ends, all of them seem to have the dropsies. So moving on to the next topic, CBS also put out an article uh, claiming that they figured out what the top 100 players of the NFL were. In their opinions. That's why I say claim, because this to me was a little bit ridiculous. It's a lot off. So our highest player, our highest player was Lamar Jackson at 35. Wait, 35. let me let me let me look leave that up for one more second. Let me lean into the screen so I can make sure I'm seeing this correctly. Say what yes. now? 
Yes, we've had we the right Baltimore Ravens only had three players in the top 100. Lamar came in at 35, Mark Andrews came in at 53, and Roquan Smith came in at 76. We're gonna need so, to move those uh, numbers closer to that uh, top 10, top 20, top 25 number. So who do you think who do you think was snubbed? Because me off the top of my head, I can pick Marcus Williams, uh, Marlon Humphrey, Ronnie Stanley. I'm not gonna give Marlon Humphrey that because he's too up and down sometimes. He did have a really good season last year. And listen, he, if I'm giving him credit, if I'm giving him credit, he did. He did very well. I need to see it again. Oh. I need I need to see it again. Oh, and on. the reason I need to see it again is because last year mm-hmm. was. Uh, what's the um, defensive coordinator? Mike McDonald. I'm not blank, but yeah, my, that was Mike McDonald's first year. So I want to see what it looks like now on McDonald's sophomore year. Are we going to see that consistent improvement in um, in in Marlowe or is Marlowe? And, and another thing, let us know what you think about this. Now that Marlowe's BFF is no longer with the Ravens, and, I, and by that I mean um, Marcus Peters, right? How do you think that will affect Marlon? It may. This is, see, these are some things that people don't mm-hmm. think about. All they look at is uh, Marcus Peters was hurt. Uh, he's not. He maybe not be the player that he once was. They don't look at the effect that he had on that defense and on Marlon Humphrey. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen. Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters' father was a coach, so he mm-hmm. learned how to give advice or, or show certain plays through a coach's eyes. And I think that that helped out Marlon Humphrey. Now, don't take anything away from Marlo. He has his own skill set. He's he's done well. But I just think that Marcus Peters and his attitude took it over the top. If I know I got somebody on the other side I can depend on, That's right. I can play a little bit freer. Like, I can open myself up to do certain things, and especially if we know how to communicate. When you have teammates that played together for a while, they can communicate with their eyes and know, mm-hmm. hey, I'm jumping this route. So when I jump this route, you take it back. So these things can't be overstated. I just think with Rock Yassin, we don't know what we're getting. I know a lot of people have praised him. They said he had a great camp. Um, he covered the trash cans tightly. Like he had that coverage on those trash cans. Like mm, he was right there. They did not catch a ball. So, you know. It'll be interesting. I'll say that. I'm, I'm more optimistic for growth and improvement on our offense than I am right now in our defense. Okay. All right. Well, listen, since we did not have a show Monday, Tuesday, I'm sorry. Since we did not have a show Tuesday, I guess, you know, we have to do the haterade for today. <laughs> and, you know, it, I didn't have to search. I didn't have to search far for this one. At first I was thinking, mm, who am I going, who's the hater of the week? Let me comb through the catacombs of the internet and find out what hater can I find to put up? And then I was like, duh, the hater is you out there. You're the haters. I hate really? saying, but y'all are the haters. Not all of you. Not all of you. Not, it's, not, it's not for all of you. You are the haters. You are the ones that said, hey, fellas, we want to meet and greet and didn't buy tickets. So I'm calling you out, haters. And speaking of the meet and greet. <laughs> speaking of the meet and greet, let's hear it. When is it? Where is it? Who's sponsoring? You know, who's putting on this production? Tell yeah. us. All right. So the meet and greet is going to be August 4th at Busboys and Poets in Howard County, Maryland. So if you are available in the area, make sure you come by and get a ticket. 
Tickets are only $50. You get food, you get drink, you get swag bags. We have giveaways. So make sure that you stop through, have a good time. You'll meet myself. You'll meet LBHT, Jose and Brody. You'll meet Open Mike with OTR Mike. You will meet Chris Just Joking from the Deep Cover Podcast. And of course, you're going to meet the legendary, the legendary Coach Evans from Sip to Tally. Yes, he is making the trip all the way up here. So make sure that you get your tickets today. I guarantee you will have a wonderful, wonderful time. But I also have another surprise. Okay, what's the surprise? So the next surprise is, even though you all are haters, I I am doing a giveaway. And I am going to give away one free ticket to the meet and greet. Now, I don't know when, I don't know where. I only have two requirements of this giveaway. The first requirement is that you have to be a subscriber. So you need to be subscribed to the channel to be eligible to get this ticket. Secondly, if I give you this free ticket, you got to use it. Because I know how some people like to accept certain things and they don't show up. So along with everything else we got going on, because listen, this is the summer of giveaways. Myself, Coach, LBHT, we are giving you so many good things. And all we ask in return is, hey, just give us a little bit of support. Watch the channel. Share it with your friends. Let people know. Show up to the events because these are the events that you said you wanted. And we put it together and made it happen for you because we want to meet you. We want to be more engaged with the people that come and support us week in and week out. And it's, it's our way of saying thank you. That sounds really, really nice. And I am planning on being there on August 4th. So I hope to meet everyone, people that I've been uh, corresponding or interacting with on social media. It'll be so nice to finally meet you all in person and just to be able to put, you know, the screen names with the face. That is that's going to be so great. So I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. I see Big Reg. He said he's got his ticket. I've got mine, too. All right. So I'm going to have to I'm going to have to go in and. Since you all already purchased your tickets, I'm going to have to go in and give you extra points retroactively because you purchased tickets. So I appreciate y'all. And listen, I joke and I kid, but seriously, if you want to come hang out, have some fun, it's going to be a really, really good time. Make sure that you don't miss it because we're going to do some live streams. We're going to include the guests, some of the guests. And when you watch it on YouTube, you're going to be like, oh, man, I could have been there, but I chose not to. So. Tickets are limited. We only have a limited number of seating. So make sure that you do not miss out on this opportunity to come hang out with us. Me personally, I'm going to be in the corner just chilling. You can hang out with the rest of them. He doesn't mean that. He's going to be like in charge of the um, the welcome committee, right? You're going to be in charge of like standing at the door, welcoming everyone as they come in. I can't wait to meet you too, Danity. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, oh, no, I'm going to welcome everybody at the door, no doubt. I'm a very, so first of all, I'm a very, very, people friendly person like people love me because i have a sunny disposition (laughs) uh brandon says does the patron pledge get you points yes becoming a patron gets you points as well that gets you the most points becoming a patron so listen if you want to also find a way to get yourself some extra points make sure that you go over to patreon.com all of this will be in the description below also it's in the chat it's scrolling up in the chat so if you want to become a patron 
You can get that. You can hang out in the Discord after every live stream. We do a hangout afterwards. Listen, you can get to the Fantasy Football Pickens League. You can win a ring like this. I'm not going to bring out the belt because if I bring out the belt, it's going to upset some other people that didn't win. You know, you're going to stop hating and stuff. But listen, there are a lot of things that you can do once you become a patron of this channel. There is a free trial going on. So you can actually go in and reap the benefits of being a patient without actually having to pay and find out if you like it. If you don't cancel, you won't get charged anything, but I guarantee you, Brandon, Big Reg, Yolanda, everyone can tell you it is a good time. We are a family. We come together and do a lot of stuff together. Like I said, look at, look at this patrons. I allow them to come help me co-host. Like it is what it is, but Hey, enough of that. Let's get back into this news. All right. We didn't got those haters out the way. <laughs> so ebony ebony bird ebony bird just came out with an article i think it was today or yesterday and they put the three overrated baltimore ravens now i wanted to get to this because i wanted to get everyone else's opinions of what they thought were the three most overrated baltimore ravens now i don't know if they just did this because they needed something to talk about or if they did this because this is something that they really really believe now i'm going to say first and foremost since i know what's on here I honestly believe that number three is actually true. So at number three, with three of the most overrated Baltimore Ravens, but they said, should the Baltimore Ravens not be trusting in Michael Pierce? Now, this is a guy who throughout his career has only had essentially one healthy season. And I said this when we signed him last year. I said, look, he's only been healthy one time. You cannot trust him to play a full season. Everybody's like, oh, no, he's a dog when he was with us. Yes, he did that in a limited role. We were trying to make him a starter. And he proved right. So do you think going forward, we should trust Michael Pierce to lead that defensive line now that Calais Campbell is gone? One of my favorite lines to say is insufficient evidence. I don't have enough evidence to say yay or nay. So I'm leaning. I'm leaning. Hi, coach. Hope you're good. I'm leaning toward. No, we don't need to trust him. We we shouldn't. You shouldn't trust him. Man, I don't I'm, have enough. I don't have enough evidence to to support an, a, a different um, outcome. So, the fact that he's, you know, injured or has not been fully healthy, right. the best ability is availability. So, there's that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I need you to be ready when you when when your name or your number is called, more often than not. So, I'm fine with him on the list at number three. At number three. I know who's the number two. I don't know who's on number two, but I have somebody in mind. But who do you think's number two? I don't know who they have, and I don't. No, who I, do you think? I have no idea. I have no clue. I just know who I have at number two. Who do you have at number two? I'm asking you. Oh, okay. Did you say name? Oh, nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. How do I click off this thing? The stream. <laughs> I thought you were saying Odafe. No, you didn't think that. You absolutely didn't. Not and we're not doing that today. There'll be no talk about OA or this stream. Thank you all so much for your time. We appreciate it. Y'all take care. Have stay safe. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you next time. So, um, my number, the person that I have at number two is Morgan Moses. He wasn't on the list at all. Their number two is Odell Beckham Jr. They believe that Odell Beckham is going to be the fourth wide receiver. We all know that Mark Andrews is going to get his touches. Uh, they said something about Lamar Jackson told. Rashad Bateman, 
he's going to he's going to target him as much as he possibly can. And you know the same thing I guess that he did with Hollywood Brown. He's going to do in this situation. Then they think that Zay Flowers is going to get really involved in this offense. And I guess the belief is they need to get him involved because Odell is on a one year deal, so they feel like he's gone after this year anyway. So let's not kind of focus or make him the main focus of the passing game. But my thing is, if Odell was the best wide receiver, you get him the ball. That's the big if. That's a big if. I need to see him. Nobody has seen Odell Beckham Jr. play in the league since his injury over a year ago. So, so I don't, again, insufficient evidence. I'm going to go back to that, uh, that phrase, insufficient. I don't have enough evidence to say post-surgery, post-rehab, post-injury, Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be a reliable receiver. If he is in any way, if he in, in any way resembles the Odell of old, I think we're good. He, you know, and so we, we do have to keep in mind his age. He is getting older. Right. We do have to keep in mind that he's had serious knee injuries on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. We have to keep all of that in mind. So my expectation, my bar for, for Odell is not super high. That can change. We can certainly, you know, do an update, like the first four games of the season. Where do we think the Ravens are? Like, hey, going into the season, this is kind of where I had us. I thought we would see this, this, and this from our offense. I thought we'd see this and this from our defense. Were we right or were we wrong? Mm-hmm. So for me right now, Odell, I can see him being on that list. Okay. Um, now this next one. This, this is what they put at number one. I mm-hmm. think that for myself and Coach Evans, this one, I don't even know why they can't. I don't even know why they parted their typewriters to come up with this one because they're way off the mark. So, number one, they said, our expectations too high for Tyler Lindeball in year two. I mean, shouldn't expectations have been extremely high for him year one as a rookie? And I think he came in and handled himself extremely well. I know that there were a large sector of the Ravens fan base that was like a center in the first round. Aren't you glad? We got him. I'm very because happy. Because he's a stud. Yeah, I'm very happy with the pick for Tyler Linderbaum. He has done remarkable, remarkably well. He you know, came in, put his head down, got to work, learned what was required of him, and he's shown himself, you know, he's proven that he is dependable. He's played majority of the games, majority of the snaps, mm-hmm. and you know, he's he's just been solid. He's been a solid, you know, center. So I'm very happy that we have uh, Linderbaum on our team. Yes, indeed. Ramey said he's a dog. And he's going to continue to get better. Listen, he had an offseason of NFL preparation. He knows what to expect now. He knows how to eat. He knows how to train. He knows those little things to look for. Listen, who knows who with whom he got within the offseason? Maybe another center to kind of get his skills up. So, yeah, like Cole said, all pro center. And I think he's going to be this for at least the next 10 years. I think that was one of the better, one of the best picks that, that your boy EDC has ever taken. That might be the top of the mountain when it yeah. comes to picks for him because he doesn't pick very well. So he knocked that one out the park. And listen, I don't know why they even brought that man's name up in their publication, but they are wrong. So next up. Is- oh, wait, I wanted to say something if I, if I can, if Do I may. Think, Who? I said, go ahead, man. <laughs> it's not what you said. 
<laughs> um, Team Raimi, you said that Linderbaum is a dog. So I have a question. Who and this is for any this is for you, Hendo, and anyone else in the chat, or if you're watching it on replay, who do you think out of this draft class is that dog? Who do you think that person would be if you had to say one person could only give one? Who would that person from our most recent draft class going into the season? I think blank is going to be that dog for us. Facts. <laughs> Coach says, hey, Hendo PQ knows who I am now. Got to see if I can get him on for five minutes or so. Do that. And it's just crazy that that happened, too, because I just gave him praise. At the beginning of the show, I gave Patrick Queen so much praise. And it wasn't even smart. Wasn't any sarcasm? Like, listen, I get a man. I get a man credit. He's he's progressed and he's done a lot better. And I think I was a little bit hard on him because I just feel like we could have had T. Higgins. You think you were hard on him? I mean, maybe not because he, he didn't play that well the first two years. You could have just stuck with yes. I I was too hard. On oh, I'm him. sorry. Yes, you? I was. I was too hard on him. Much better. I agree with everyone in the chat. Flowers. I think that's who is going to be that person. My only concern about flowers. First of all, can I say this before you do that? Sure. Apparently, listen, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Zay Flowers grew three inches over the last month. I what saw it. I saw it on the internet. If it's on the internet, it must be true. What is he, like 5'11 now? Five, uh, six feet? No. He's, like over, five, he's, yeah. a, he's over six feet now. He had a growth spurt. Don't make me bring it up on the screen. He had a growth spurt. That's what they're telling me. I don't, you don't believe half of what you see and none some of what you hear, hear, some of what you hear, some of what you hear, that that is enough. None of what just, you hear. None of what you hear, exactly. And oh, some of what you see, none of what you hear. But um, my only concern with flowers, mm -hmm. he just seems so little. He just, he just worries me. He just, he just worries me. Okay. And, and I, and I get, I, 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 I get that. I get looking at him. One thing he bulked up, he bulked up in the offseason tremendously. Okay. Okay. That's one. With okay. and I don't want to say this, he's 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 a little bit thicker, pause, than Hollywood. Hollywood was a little dude, like that's my guy. And he Hollywood was. was a small dude. And you never saw Hollywood take a real hit and go out because of injury. He had a little nagging things here and there because they had him blocking gigantic people. But overall, he was there with the team. Now you have a guy that is a little more solid than he is. I don't have any problems with that because unlike, unlike Hollywood, we're not relying just on Zay to carry this passing offense. So I think that's the difference. Like if, if, if it wasn't Mark Andrews and it wasn't Hollywood Brown, we had no passing attack whatsoever. But I think now with all the additions that we have and possibly some more that may be coming, may be coming, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You don't you don't you don't have to worry. Yeah, Malik, they said they did. They said Barry Sanders was too little to play running back. I mean, but I he, have but he had a little he had a little weight to him, so yeah, and that's what I meant by little. I don't mean height-wise, I just meant weight-wise. I just worry because he is not like a Hollywood Brown who, in terms of yards after the catch, is is you know, is is not so it's not so great. Whereas Zay Flowers has that dog mentality like, okay, yeah, I'm going to catch the ball and come for me if you want to. And I'm just a little nervous about that. Mm -hmm. um, well, I mean, listen, he, so there needs to be, I guess there needs to be a happy medium. There needs to be a little bit of Hollywood Brown because Hollywood Brown had that Deion Sanders. He yeah. made business, he made business decisions. 
Like, I'm not taking this. There's no need to take I'm this. I'm making a business decision. So it needs to be a little bit of that. But you also kind of have to show your toughness. Because once teams and corners and safeties figure out that you're soft, they're going to keep constantly coming at you. But I don't think we're going to have that problem with Zay Flowers. I think we're going to be fine. And, like, once again, we're not relying upon him. So even if he does get nicked up, we got reinforcements behind us. So we should be okay. And, yes, Ramey, he is a yak monster. Unlike Hollywood, I don't know how he was not, but you just blow at Hollywood direction or wave your hands too fast and he fell to the ground. But that's still my guy. I wish he was here. All right, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. You got us off track. Um, CBS has a list of the, if throughout the NFL, the 10 biggest holes on rosters. With a straight face. Because it was true. The 10 biggest holes on rosters and the Baltimore Ravens came in at number six. With the biggest hole being edge rusher, which I think we all would agree is one of the more negative sides of the defense, or one of the more things that we can point to that may not be up to par with the defense. Um, we've said it last year, even with the acquisitions of JPP, Justin Houston, it just was not enough to sustain throughout the year to get a pass rush. Now, I know even in the article it states that we need Odafe Owe and David. Fix your face and David Ajabo to kind of carry things for us. Once again, for me, we need to stop putting pressure on these young guys to carry a franchise or carry a position. Your boy, your boy uh, Ojabo, he played in a game. He played 20 snaps. And now all of a sudden he's supposed to break out and get you 13 and a half sacks. Now, granted, I'll give you this. I know we joke about Odafe. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. We joke about Owe, but this is year three. And that was the breakout year for Patrick Queen. So that's the comparison that a lot of people like liking to make. Year three, he breaks out. Once again, I guess that David Ojabo is always Marcus Peters. Because supposedly he's supposed to come in and unlock this young man and have him doing things that he's never done before. Kind of like an 80s movie. So how do you how do you how do you feel about this? I'm watching you, Mr. Pod. Um what I will say is I'm going to reserve comment. What's up, Zeke? And, hi, Zeke. I'm going to reserve up, comment. Mm -hmm. Hi, Captain Lady Cap. I'm going to reserve comment for now. Okay. But I will say this. Nothing that I have said in time past has changed. So with that said, you already know how I feel about Mr. Owe. Nothing new to report here. Nothing to see here. Let's do a temperature check. Midpoint of the season. If you'll have me back on the show. Of course. How many sacks does he get this year? In 17 games. I'm going to give him. How about this? How about I modify it? Not the entire season. How about how many sacks will he have? At the halfway point. Mm -mm. Let's just let's just go with how many sacks he's gonna have for the year. You did that last year and we're wrong. I wasn't wrong. You were wrong. I know. I said he was gonna have like ten and a half sacks for the year, or something like that. Boy, I'm gonna give him. Okay, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him eight. Eight. That's a solid number. I'm gonna give him eight sacks for the year. Malik, is this is this wow. the halfway point? Is this the halfway point for the season? Next topic, please. Because uh, my 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 guess was four and a half, so we're not too far off. All right, next topic. Um, 
let's hurry up and get through this stuff. Um, CBS also had <laughs> a ranking of the triplets as far as the offense goes for each team. Baltimore, once again, for the second year in a row, ranked eighth in this ranking with Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, and Mark Andrews being the offensive weapons. Do you feel like this is a little bit too high or a little bit too low for the Baltimore Ravens to come in? Would you please display it one more time? No. Okay, well, then I can't answer that. Wow. Because I need to see it again. Put it back on no, it just says it just says Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, and Mark Andrews are the eighth ranked offensive triplets. I don't have the full list. I'll get you the full list, and maybe you can come back and revisit this. But Perhaps. do you just do you just think they should be offensively the top half of the league with an unproven offense, unproven offensive coordinator with this team? As I said earlier, I have high hopes and high expectation for the offense this year. That said. My answer is yes. I think they should be a little bit higher, but I can see the reservation. I can definitely understand the hesitation because you need to see the, you need to see the evidence. You need to see the proof that they deserve to be higher. So, okay, I need, I need to see it. Let's let's wait. All right, we'll wait. Um, and speaking of running backs, mentioning J.K. Dobbins, we all know what's going on with him. The uncertainty there, and Dalvin <laughs> Cook. So this week, Dalvin Cook. Has, you know, he said a couple things throughout the media, but the interesting thing to me was the New York Jets owner, Woody Johnson, started following him on social media. When do owners start following players on social media unless they intend to go out and get them? I think that we should swoop in and get Dalvin Cook. Just We should just swoop in and get him. Hey, JK, you can stay. You can go however you feel, sir. Do what's best for you and your family. But the thing that got me was Dalvin Cook did an interview and he said, look, I'm waiting on DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm kind of looking to see if wherever DeAndre Hopkins goes, I'm going to go. So if we can get DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook, it's over. It's We're not even going to need pass rushes because we're going to score so many points. We have an effective pass rush. So I move on. I was going to say that if we could only acquire one additional player, okay. and you can let us know what you think in the chat, if we could only acquire one more player, one more free agent, who would it be? For me, it's not Dalvin Cook. For me, it's DeAndre Hopkins. Like you said, though, it would be wonderful if we could have Dalvin Cook and mm-hmm. Hopkins. That would be lovely. That would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So let's, uh, you know, I heard someone say years ago, let's, let's shoot for the moon. Let's, let's aim for the stars. Indeed. That's it. So let's Indeed. let's. Dream big. And speaking of DeAndre Hopkins, um, mm-hmm. there was an article that, that caught my eye this week. And let me listen, let me tell you, there are cautionary tales everywhere. My thing is do not throw stones while living in a glass house or know what's going on before you start laughing. Because listen, I read this article and I mm-hmm. laughed so hard. I laughed so hard. It says the Vikings, Justin Jefferson, only needs 235 yards to break the Bears' all-time leading receiver yardage. So in comparison, Hmm. what happens is in 50 games, Justin Jefferson has more yards, will have more yards once he gets it, than a guy who played 121 games. So 
I thought that this was was pretty hilarious. I'm like, listen, he's only played three seasons and he's already almost at the 5,000 yard mark. This is hilarious to me. I'm telling you, when I saw it, I started rolling on the floor till I thought, hey, who's the Ravens leading receiver? Derek Mason at 5,777 yards. So essentially in four years, Justin Jefferson is going to break certain franchise records for other teams, so to speak, quote unquote, in four years. And this, the only reason that I wanted to cry was because a lot of Ravens fans always have said and say, especially on Twitter in the spaces, oh man, the Ravens will never draft that high to get a player like Justin Jefferson. But if you're a real football fan and you actually pay attention to more than the Ravens, Justin Jefferson was drafted at 22. Pick 22. This dude is going to have over 5,000 yards receiving in four years. Yeah, Justin Jefferson is something special. He is something special. For sure. Oh, my goodness. That is amazing. What's going on, Evil Stewie? Four years, 5,000 yards. And our leading receiver has 5,777 yards. Mason, uh, I think Mason played five years, five or six years. He played five or six years for us. And granted that he played in a running scheme, but my point is for your team to have a leading receiver under 10,000 yards, under 7,000 yards, mm-hmm. it's pretty bad. So that goes to show how bad we are at drafting and developing wide receivers. So my point was, yeah, he wasn't. Justin Jefferson was not even the best wide receiver on his team. So my point was... Let's go get DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, please. Let's get him. Let's win this chip. And y'all can worry about blowing the team up, salary cap, and all this other stuff after the season. You can talk all you want and complain or whatever it is that you do. But after we win a championship, no more can be said. Teams can't say anything to us. They can't say much about Lamar Jackson. It's a wrap. It's over. Yeah. All right. So – a couple of things. Of course, we had the NBA draft yesterday, last night. Uh, Victor Wembanyama went number one over to, overall to the Spurs. Brandon Miller went number two to the Charlotte Hornets, even though he said Michael Jordan was washed and just a regular guy. Uh, Scoot Henderson, he went to Portland. Don't know what they're going to do there. Couldn't care less about any of that. The only thing that concerned me was the Golden State Warriors, because y'all know I'm a Golden State Warriors fan. I don't know now. I might have to switch teams because uh, 19th overall, who, who's the guy? They drafted uh, Brandon... Uh, Podzimski from Santa Clara, another guard. Like what 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 the Golden State Warriors need is another guard. But to me, the thing that kind of took me to the boiling point was they traded for Chris Paul. All summer long, I'm joking, Bradney, about ha 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 ha. Chris Paul is going to the Lakers. Uh, and they traded for Chris Paul. They traded for Chris Paul. Sure did. Well, if you ever you know decide that you want to become a Magic fan and join the winning team, you know where to find us. Go Magic. What? Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Scoot. I'm sorry, Coach. Scoot. Um, what has have the Magic done? It's not about what you've done. It's about what you're about to do. Let's focus on that. I joined the bandwagon in 2015. Got to stay with, got to stay. Ah, bruh. Like, I can't. The Chris Paul thing is a little much. Like, they messed up with several of their last draft picks, but I love my team. But Chris Paul, though, Chris Paul, like you, and I, and I understand. I'm, a, I'm still a little bit excited because they got rid of Jordan Poole. Like, that is one thing that actually excited me. 
Jordan Poole is now going to have to fester in the District of Columbia with that ill-forgotten franchise. Yeah, I didn't understand that one. (laughs) Yeah, and if you saw the thumbnail, uh, I don't know who that dude is that that other team drafted with his Dorothy Wizard of Oz slipper jacket on. I don't know, but you know what? If that young man is confident enough to go out in it on national television, more power to him. All right, we have been here a little bit too long, so we're going to end the stream. It's only supposed to be a half an hour, but some people like to talk, and I allow them to talk. You know, they have to get things off their chest. I allow them to do it. So um, any parting words, ma'am? Tell the truth. Tell the truth. That's my parting word. Oh, those are my parting words. Then you should do that. Thank you very much. My parting words, thank you all so much for hanging out with us for over an hour. We really appreciate it. It has been an hour yet. I'm, it's almost an hour? Yeah, close to it. Oh, okay. Well, almost an hour. We really appreciate it. And it's always fun. It's always great to, to chat it up with you guys. Please, if you have not already, make sure you get your ticket for the August 4th meet up, round, the roundup meetup. You will not regret it. So. Yes, indeed. And don't forget, I will be giving away one ticket to the meet and greet. Don't know when, don't know how. Just make sure you turn those notifications on for future videos so you know how to get it and also be notified when you win. Um, Appreciate you all for hanging out with us on this Friday evening. It's been an hour. Y'all been rocking with us steady. Um, Tomorrow night, patrons, hang with Hendo is a go. Make sure also if you have not already signed up for the Patreon, do so. It's a lot of fun. You get to have um, you know, you get to have, if you enjoy these conversations, you get to have them extended. So if you're not ready for the fun to end, join the Patreon. And that way you can uh, continue, continue in the fun. Yeah. Cause after these streams are over, you know what I'm saying? We all hang out. People from the other discords come together. We hang out, we talk. Sometimes we talk a little bit too much cause it'll end up being two, three o'clock in the morning and some people have to get up early. Don't shake your head. But we have fun. Like, it's it's a good time. It's much more than just us sitting around talking sports and you're just thinking that we just go in there and just do nonsense. It's some real things going up. Yes, Chocolate Lady Cap did sign up, and I do appreciate you. And she can tell you. Oh, good. She, oh, very good. Actually, she signed up. I believe she signed up for all three. She signed up for mine. Oh, she man. signed up for LBHT. And I also believe she signed up for Coach Evans. Oh, that is so good, Chocolate Lady Cap. If you're coming to the meet and greet, I hope so. It would be great to meet you. But thank you for signing up. Maybe I should go into the Discord a little bit more often. You should. You miss out on a lot of conversations. You miss out on a lot of good information. That, like I said, it comes, it goes outside the realm of sports. You know what I'm saying? Anything that's value or impertinent to certain things, we like to share it. Like I said, I also have a channel on financial literacy in my Discord. You know, he teach, he teaches you how to make business and sell things online, uh, e-commerce. He teaches you a lot of things. So once again, it's more than just about sports. And once again, it's free. Go to patreon.com forward slash R-O-U-G. Sign up for free. Test it out. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I don't blame you. Times are tough. But if you have $5 in your pocket, five bucks, make sure you go and sign up today. Yeah, and Links do the, do the free trial. Do, test it out. And come and join the um, Hanging with Hendo tomorrow night. Indeed, indeed. And listen, Hanging with Hendo is with the patrons, for the patrons, by the patrons. They participate in the streams. They run the streams. It's all about them. 
It's just a way for us to come together and chat, hang out for a bit, something to do on a Saturday night. If you don't have anything to do, so make sure you come out, come hang out with us tomorrow evening. But once again, appreciate you all for hanging out with your boy and Miss MIA over there. You know, we truly appreciate you on this Friday <laughs> But until the next time, I do believe it'll be Sunday, 8 p.m. I think that's the next live stream, Sunday, 8 p.m. So you know what? Yeah. I will see you all there. Oh, wait, you have to do your outro. You have to do that. That's for Sundays. This is not Sunday. You can still do it. It's still encouraging. It's still positive. <sighs> Make sure to formulate your own, your own opinions. Yes. Think for yourself. Never give into conformity. And most importantly, be do somebody. Things because you are very important. Most importantly, be somebody important. Be yourself. Take care. Until next time, we out. <laughs>